Welcome to First Look. I'm your host, Scoot. Nah, Nikki, she's in Italy. She's absolutely traveling better than all of us here. But welcome to First Look, a review and a little sneak preview show of the latest in AFL and NRL circles. MG joins me out of the Melbourne studio. How are you, mate? I'm good, Scooty. Yourself? Back filling in? Yeah, exactly. Just uh, the super sub here and uh, finally <laughs> the sun's shining and it looks uh, good all week. So a little bit of rain around, but uh, I think it's going to turn now in the uh, sunshine state. Top rope. How are you, brother? I am absolutely magic. Scooby could not be happier. Up and about for a Monday morning. I have the taste of blood in the mouth. There is blood in the water. I am very, very excited. Press conferences are cancelled. There's players. Uh, well, it looks like a bit of a media ban on the players. So obviously Trent Barrett is in big, big trouble. And being a Canterbury Bulldogs fan, how do you feel? I couldn't be happier. Could not be more <laughs> delighted. He should never have been hired in the first place. Uh, I did give him a chance for about a month, found out what an absolute uh, plonker he was, uh, and I've been driving ever since. So uh, glad to see it finally coming to fruition. I, I, I did run a poll on Friday night to see whether um, uh, a journalist called Mike Mehill Woods' dog or Trent Barrett would be better suited to coach the Bulldogs. Other <laughs> than overwhelming 93% for Mike Mehill Woods' dog. So that's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the state of Canterbury fans who went after an abhorrent performance on Friday night where uh, it looked like none of the players had met before, only half had seen a football, maybe a third spoke English. It was pretty It was pretty clear that they had not been given uh, one order of coaching. So uh, good riddance to Trent. He'll be gone out of tomorrow and uh, the Bulldogs start another rebuild. Same could be said about Melbourne Storm Saturday night, but... Uh... They were missing a couple of players, and uh, you were all, almost mortally wounded with that one. But uh, MG, speaking of coach sackings, uh, the GWS, they didn't send Leon Cameron off in fine style. No, I couldn't get the job done. They were pretty ordinary, continuing their own form, I guess. So they were uh, they were off the map, Scooty. I think uh, Carlton reached five or six-point favourite at one stage. Obviously lost Mackay, but uh, when the news came, everyone wanted to be on the uh, the Giants' send-off. It didn't happen. Uh, it wasn't close, actually. It was pretty disappointing from the Giants, and... Uh, yeah, it's good to see the NRL look like they're uh, jumping on the bandwagon, Scooty. They don't want the AFL getting one over and with the coach sacking. They're going to follow up this week and uh, try and get the limelight back on their on their sport. Mm, I think the NRL got them covered at the moment. Uh, they just seem to be oscillating, and it's not in a good way. The AFL, like they're, there's talk of this like these new barbecues or a you know throwing money at the MCG sort of problem. Is that uh, to solve the lack of crowds and lack of interest at the moment? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. It's good. I think the game's uh, got off to a pretty ordinary start this year. Coming out of uh, a couple of years COVID, you'd expect the crowds to be flocking back. But uh, yeah, the game's got some problems for sure. I think the gap's widening between uh, teams. We see, uh, you know, it was uh, only one game of any note that was close uh, in the round just finished, which we'll go through shortly. And uh, upcoming in round 10, we've only got one game that's inside of 20 points at this stage, early markets for... Uh, the closeness or competitive games. So, uh, yeah, the great divide happens. And then, obviously, we've, we've just got continuum week after week. The poor goal kicking, the umpires are struggling, um, the descent rule's clearly not working. So, the AFL's got some problems and uh, the crowds are speaking with their feet. And the talk of uh, some expansion clubs would only uh, deepen the gap or deepen the divide, I would have thought. Let's have a quick look at uh, the AFL results first. We'll, get a, we'll talk more NRL shortly, but uh, the Western Bulldogs are slowly getting some of their good players back. 99-51 over Collingwood, who seem to have uh, run their race for the year. Uh, the Tigers, uh, with Martin, look a better side. 117-94 to over my Hawks, who uh, maybe uh, just starting to think about the draft picks at this stage. Port, 
power are back in business. And again, similar to the Western Bulldogs, they're starting to get a lot of uh, cattle on the park, 115 to 46. A, uh, a big win there. And then the Saints uh, come back against the Cats, 90-80, and then uh, Swans polished off Essendon, who are in absolute licorice all sorts, the uh, the Bombers. Not sure what's happening with them. Uh, I tipped them up huge in the preseason, and it's egg all over my face, and uh, it's disgusting to uh, watch them at the moment. The Brisbane Lions, uh, team of MGs, uh, workmanlike at the moment, 102-66 against the Crows and Gold Coast, the Sunny Boys. I've been pretty critical of the Suns. But uh, a nice surprise upset win over Fremantle, 69-33 in uh, slippery conditions. Carlton look a good side, uh, Mackay or not, 105-75, to as we mentioned before. And the most unwatchable game of football and uh, TV for quite some time was Melbourne defeating uh, the West Coast Eagles, 112-38. So I think the TV ratings would be uh, down the toilet. And I found myself uh, flicking over to... Rugby league uh, many times across the weekend, so it's I guess music to uh, top ropes ears. But um, yeah, there's uh, a heap of lopsided contests, and uh, it's a shame that uh, this week will be uh, no different. All right, week nine there was uh, the bookie wrap here is uh, six of nine favourites uh, hit the line, six of the nine covered, uh, five nine was the total, and then the home teams three and nine, and then for the season it's fifty six eighty one at sixty nine percent the faves, and then the covers uh, forty five. Uh, out of 81, so a 55% cover rate. So the lines are uh, getting pretty accurate here from the boys at Top Sport and the rest of the market. Total overs, 47 and 81, and then the home teams have uh, got a slight edge over the season, but uh, that would be a little bit down. The AFL Stings, uh, round uh, nine results. Uh, MG, how uh, how did you see him there? Yeah, it's good. solid week. We've... Um uh, had a couple of weeks in a row now we've showed positive so i've actually got back to the season on uh even keel at the moment had a solid week got off to a good start 3-0 uh going into the saturday night so i thought uh might do a top rope like performance but uh unfortunately bad kicking in the sydney and essendon total they kicked 20 goals 32 between them to uh run dry on the total there they uh Kicked about 50-something in the first quarter. I thought that was cruising. Freeman obviously very disappointing against the Gold Coast. Uh, the bubble the bubble might have burst on Frio. They, they were building them up big time, top four team and stuff, and going to Gold Coast and were uh, their worst performance of the year. And that game was unwatchable as well. That was, <laughs> I know I say it every week, but geez, the catalog's getting bigger and bigger for the uh, unwatchables this, this year. Um, and then... Uh, the Melbourne West Coast, they got off to a bit of a flyer early, but then uh, Melbourne do Melbourne and uh, another under total for them. So, yeah, not a bad week, Scooty. Um, Richmond did the job. Your team that you uh, love to hate there, back in my good books, uh, getting the job done both with the line and the total there. Well, if you just stay off them, uh, it would be better for everyone's sanity, mine and yours. <laughs> but uh, let's have a look at the uh, the futures market and uh, the Ds. I'll tell you what, they've been every futures uh, multi, I would have thought. Two dollars forty at Top Sport. Brizzy Lions five dollars. Fremantle Dockers eleven. Swans thirteen. Uh, Geelong fourteen dollars. Carlton fifteen. Richmond Tigers fifteen. The Doggies uh, nineteen dollars. And the Saints twenty one. Port Adelaide, uh, if they can get their season back on track, twenty six may look a, a big price, but uh, Collingwood uh, round out uh, the sides under hundred to one with uh, GWS Giants. Uh, they're missing a zero at eighty one dollars there, but. Uh, I tell you what, uh, I couldn't back any team to uh, run down Melbourne with stolen money. I'd uh, I'd rather give it to charity, that's for sure. Just quickly on the premiership market, I think that the bookie's going to be uh, 
broke or bust this year with uh, obviously the NRL's only got uh, a couple options there as well and Penrith are obviously really short. So what you're saying there with the with the futures of everything going through Melbourne, it's either going to be uh, broke or bust for the bookies. Yeah, the only one I'm going to stick fat with Brisbane. I think they're going well. Uh, I know they're missing two forwards at the moment, but Hipwood made a good return for Brisbane and when they get their, uh, their full forward line back, they could give Melbourne... Uh, some trouble, but outside of that, top sports fair dinkum on the second page there. Yeah, they can take all those uh, teams down. What you said beyond Collingwood, they don't need to bet any of those. Scoot, they're uh, they're uh, non betting options. The Brownlow Medal is there? Uh, is there any excitement around this? Because I tell you what, that futures AFL market is looking pretty grim. Uh, Paddy Cripps is obviously a noted polar. Uh, he's at two sixty, locking in four fifty. Petrarca seven, Brayshaw seven. Sorry, Brayshaw nine dollars, and then Clayton Oliver eleven dollars. Instinctively, I think uh, the D's are going to poll really highly, but uh, Patrick Cripps and uh, someone like Sam Walsh at sixteen dollars, the Blues are going to uh, really hammer home the, the votes there. And I, I would have thought, um, as a pickle looking into that market, uh, the medal would be going to someone from uh, either Carlton or the D's. MG, prove me wrong. Oh, I think um, yeah, Cripps is short, and Carlton with the draw they've got, and obviously why they keep winning, there's uh, very few players that can take votes off him. Uh, he's far too short, though, under the market, but I understand why the bookies are trying to crunch him in. But uh, I still think uh, Neil, obviously, he's past winner. He's piling very well, and he just keeps standing out in a side that's probably close to guarantee for top four, Scooty. So he probably provides uh, more maybe the obvious pick outside the favourite. Now, I think Oliver, I know he's got Petrarca and Gorn around him, but I just think he's uh, consistently going well, and at the price, he's probably still my value pick. Okay, so there's a tiny little bit of meat on the bone there. The Coleman, Tommy Lynch, uh, 360 for the Tigers. Uh, we've got Tom Hawkins, 470. Jeremy Cameron is 570. And Max King, $7. Charlie Kerno, 750. And astronaut Aaron Norton, $10. Peter, two meter Peter. I like this bloke, $11. And uh, Texas Walker is $14. Uh, Joe Danaher, 15 And uh, Bailey Fritch, I love this bloke. And a little bit of same game multi business, too, $17. And then the boudoir is 18, and that rounds out all the chances under 20 to 1 there. Any meat on the bone there, MG? Yeah, not not too keen on the uh, Coleman at this stage. Mackay's obviously, uh, he got injured uh, on the weekend, and we obviously lost uh, Danaher as well the week before, so a few of the soldiers going down. But uh, all big boys only up on the, on the uh, pages there, Scoot. No uh, small forward pockets that uh, were in the mix early this year, uh, last year for sure. So, um yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. If, to, if Tom Lynch starts kicking straight, he misses a lot of goals. He should be uh, probably uh, maybe the pick, but at 360, I can't come into him. Looks like MG's starting to hit a bit of form with his sting. So $22 a week, and uh, you'll get his previews there very in-depth. And uh, even the, ra- the games that he's not uh, keen to bet on, you get a big preview. So uh, make sure you check it out at littlebirdie.live. 22 bucks a week is a steal. Uh, do we need a quick break, or we just keep... Chowing through this uh, top rope, I reckon you got a full head of steam after the news of Trent Barrett. I think we uh, we punch right through and have a, a little bit of a look at uh, the NRL Round 10 in review, brought to you by Top Sport, of course. Let's have a quick look at uh, the scores first. And uh, you got the Knights there, 16-6, in probably one of the lowest uh, scoring games of the round. And I'll tell you what, the surface has just uh, managed to pull up or get through it. Considering a couple of months ago, it was underwater. You could put a jet ski around uh, Suncorp Stadium. So it's amazing that uh, it's copped so much weather and some of the scores here are just crazy. The Broncos, uh, 38 uh, to zip against Manly. Who would have thought uh, 12 months ago that that would be the scoreline at Magic Round? Uh, South, 32-30. It was a big scare there for the uh, the Bunnies. They roared home late, the Warriors. 
Gold Coast have broken a bit of a uh, a bit of a drought there, twenty to sixteen over the Dragons. Penrith Panthers, I tell you what, I text top right and said Jerome Hughes is out here, big boy. And I tell you what, he was crying, he was sooking, and he was looking for the cash out button, but uh, not for you, sir, not for you. Thirty two to six, and no pap either. So uh, it's going to be a different kettle of fish next time they play. But uh, I think uh, Munster's all over it. They look like a pack of under twelves. Canberra Raiders thirty to ten against the Sharks. Bit of soul searching to do there, I would have thought. And Sydney Roosters thirty one over a fast finishing Parramatta twenty four. And North Queensland, uh, plenty of talk around uh, big try and a big assist there, thirty six to twelve over West. You weren't in any of those punch ups uh, at Suncorp, were you? Top rope? No, my punch ups are mainly kept online and Twitter uh, scooty. So uh, no, I wasn't involved in uh, in throwing any haymakers. Uh, Luckily, because they wouldn't have done too much damage. But uh, uh, no, big weekend of Magic Round. Plenty of Magic there, Scooty. And uh, pleasing to hear that uh, you spent more time watching the Magic than uh, than the, uh, the the Australian rules, which was wonderful to hear. Let's have a look at the bookie wrap for the NRL. Uh, week 10, three of eight favourites covered. So it was a fill-up, uh, only two of eight covered. Uh, the overs went six and eight, as we mentioned earlier, and the home teams well wasn't really a home uh, home and away fixture there anyway. Home team went, home team went one and zero. One and zero with uh, Adam Reynolds. I tell you what, don't you like all the people, all the Monday morning quarterbacks, how do they trade Reynolds, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's just so easy to script some of these pickles. The uh, season favourite, 53.80 at 66%. The covers uh, nearly uh, bang on 50-50 there, 39.80. Uh, the overs uh, a little bit disappointing, 37.80. And then the home team, uh, 50 and 80. So uh, home faves are falling in there. Top rope, uh, run us through your round 10 results. We got off to a flyer. Uh, the Dogs Newcastle game uh, line went 35 and up to 32 and a half. Never looked like going over there to incompetent attacks. That was nice to see. Uh, Broncos also never in any danger against our men, so we were flying there. Uh, a little stiff with Jerome Hughes being a laid out for, for Mill, and that kind of put that one in, in, in kind of mortal danger, and so it came to pass. Uh, Sharks were utterly dreadful. Against the Raiders, they were horrific. Uh, Baz, I've seen them play this year, so um, brings up the old adage: never move a, a good half out to fill another position. So Nico Hines was a bit of fullback, had a shocker. They got nothing out of their halves, so disappointing there. And Tigers plus nine and a half. They got blown out in the end, the Tigers, but they battled through a lot of injuries. I thought they played really hard. Uh, probably a little unlucky there. If the, the full team kind of holds up there, we, we probably survive. How's Madge going? Uh, Madge's winning over a few fans. I'm hoping not enough. He would be a nice little fit at Canterbury, actually. So um, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll we'll be able to extricate him from the Tigers. But, uh, uh, look, they're playing hard since they've got Jackson Hastings a halfback. The kind of drums surrounding Michael McGuire have, have certainly quietened down. So you, you can I just get that again just so we can clip that up? You want Madge to go and coach Canterbury? He wouldn't be my first choice, but he'd be a major upgrade on what we've got. <laughs> Well, oh. I'll, I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you a little. I'll give you a few things, Scooty. One, we're not fit, so at least you can get the thing fit. This would be a starting point. Um, two, I wouldn't give him control of any of the roster, so he could. Uh, uh, I think he can coach. I'm just not sure he can recruit. So uh, don't don't love Michael Maguire, but uh, uh, certainly an upgrade for the dogs. I'm I'm pushing for Christian Wolf to St Helens coach. He's the man to save the Bulldogs. Well, I think you'd rather. Alistair Clarkson, then uh, and he knows nothing about the game. Then Madge McGuire, who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look at uh, the NRL Premiership market and 
As MG uh, alluded to before, there's only a couple of hopes here by the look of things. Early doors, Penrith Panthers 280, Melbourne Storm 360, Parramatta Eels $9, Sydney Roosters 950, Cronulla is $13, uh, North Queensland Cowboys 17, Rabbits 18, probably missing a zero, Brisbane Broncos 21, Manly Seagulls $21, and that rounds out the major chances here. But uh, Penrith Panthers, I tell you what, they look good in a double with uh, the Ds, I would have thought. Top rope, uh, East. Still hanging on to your storm. Oh, yeah. Look, storm the best with Hughes and Pappenhausen, I, th- I think, are about team than the Panthers. And you've got to remember, it's got to be remembered that the, the, the storm are missing kind of you know, a fair few players at the moment. Penrith is still strength. So, uh, you know, based on, on that, it was probably they were entitled to to, to a solid win on, on Saturday. They were obviously very impressive. Haven't done a lot wrong this year. But, uh, Oh, yeah, I'm so happy to swing with Melbourne. MG, what do you think? Are you starting to lose a bit of faith? I know you're a big Storm, man. Come on, Scooter, you know better than that. Top rope, so we've got a side investment for Melbourne Storm. That's how we buy those second and third houses, so we can uh, come up and uh, holiday with you. No, nah, I'm sticking fat with the Storm. As Top Rope said, a couple of big players out, and once they get them back, it'll be uh, it'll be a different story next time they meet. Yeah, we'll wait and see. I, uh, I'm definitely um, a little bit nervous about it, but uh, I just keep coming back to their worst performance in that semi-final and just you can't get that out of my head. So uh, hopefully the uh, the hunger's still there. And uh, as you say, different side with uh, Jerome Hughes in. And, uh, but what about Cronulla Sharks? I look at that price and I still think that uh, $13 sort of interests me as a complete mug looking at that market, top rope. Yeah, I, I, I had a good life with the Sharks' performance yesterday just based on the fact they were uh, missing some key players, including Will Kennedy, who's been among their best this year. So... Uh, I could I could be tempted into the thirteen dollars. I could be tempted into the nine fifty on the Roosters, uh, and even at long odds, like I don't think they're going to win it. But they might give you a run. Adam Reynolds has looked wonderful for the Broncos. Twenty one dollars. I can't believe I'm saying this considering where I had them at the start of the year. But I'd rather be taking twenty one dollars on them than the sixteen dollars on offer the Rabbitohs. That's for sure. It's just hard to fathom that they could they could win it after the season they had last year. And how how many times have you sunk the boots into their head coach? Well, look. Screw it. That's, that's the thing. That's the, thing. It's the greatest game of all. Parody. It's a competition. Anything can happen. That's why everyone's tuning into the league and everyone's off the AFL. But yeah, look, I'll be honest. Kevin Walters is not winning a premiership. So it's a value play rather than uh, expecting Kevin Walters to lift the trophy. All right. Uh, if you want more of Top Rope's uh, in depth analysis, make sure you check out uh, littlebirdie.live. Hit the shop there and then you'll jump into his uh, subscription for his emails and you'll get his uh, greatest game of all. Saab with uh, his best bets across the week for $22. But um, let's have a, a little bit of a freebie here and a sample with a Thursday night match here. And it's a cracker at uh, McDonald Jones Stadium. We've got the Broncos versus the Newcastle Knights. And the Broncos are $1.37 here at Top Sport. The Knights, three ten, and the line is 7.5. Thoughts here, Top Rope? I think it's moved from uh, 8.5. So there's a the little bit of action for the plus. Yeah, I'd rather be on the Knights here early on without kind of having delved too deep into it. I can't put another Broncos as massive road favourites. Uh, at this stage, I know the Knights are a pretty horrendous side struggled to get past Canterbury, but um, they've they've won all three games from which Barnett's kind of started and finished this year. He's been a big inclusion for them, so I'd rather be on the Knights with a, a big start of him. Okay, so it's the Knights at the plus on Thursday night. Now it's time to uh, bet for charity, and over to UMG. Okay, thanks, Goody. Um, quick look at week 10 results there between the three of us. Uh, oh, MG's the only one to collect there. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> Top Rope went all in on the Storm. That was 
belly up before it started. Probably the Tigers cruise to victory. Scooty's favourite team that I love backing. And uh, Nikki's, uh, oh, she's put the moz on, on the Dockers. That was a crucial blow on the uh, on the Sunday for myself as well. So uh, she's missed out there. So MG, she's moving up the leaderboard here, Scooty. I don't know if you noticed. They gave they got stuck into me early when I was tailed out last. <laughs> but uh, now I've just moved up alongside outside top rope uh, neck and neck so uh four and six four and six and nikki is three and seven on the leaderboard so top rope for wayside chapel for week 11 predictions who are we tipping in the nrl early pick you know they say the worst place to be mg is outside the leader running at a hot pace so uh (laughs) be careful there mg Uh, (laughs) uh, i'm gonna run with the roosters plus 11 and a half against the panthers i think that line is far too big for the top roosters yep that'll be a good matchup uh, myself, I'm going to go Rich. I'm going to stick fat, actually. Scooty, you'll love this. Uh, Richmond minus 20 and a half against uh, your Bombers this week. So uh, that will be going in all Scooty's multis. And Scooty, just want to read out Nikki's pick. I think she sent it in to you. Uh, she might be in London or on her way to Italy or something. Who is she going to pick? Just quickly, MG, this is where your Richmond minus bets belong for charity in the fun bet section because I tell you what, your ROI on the Tigers the last 18 months or since I've uh, had your little birdie is disgusting. So just keep them here and you'll do really, really well. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> Nikki's Nikki's vest this week is Port plus uh, 21.5 against the Cats. They, uh, they got a new head of steam, but I tell you what, it's always heart in your mouth stuff backing the plus down at the Cattery because you know who, who plays for the Cats down at Geelong, don't you, top rope? The umpires. Do they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, oh, Is there is any... Is, is there any real big buyer in the AFL? It's an absolute given that Geelong get the rub of the green at home. What's the similar example in the NRL, in the Rugby League? Penrith everywhere they play. They almost, <laughs> they almost never travel. When they do travel, they get every call go their way. Penrith get absolutely blessed. Oh, dear. Anyway, I, uh, no side swipe uh, retaliation there from the uh, the Tigers. Jab there, MG. I sort of I didn't give you much of a chance there, but you can, you can fire back if you like. No, I'll just go. I'll keep it. I'll collect on the uh, on the weekend and I'll fire back at your Essendon. I think you, I don't know, I'm going to have to get Borco to dig up the uh, the graphic at the start of the year. I believe you and OB might have had Essendon in your top four. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I How think I think OB had Port and Essendon in his top four, and I think uh, I think OB was standing up for Carlton as well. So yeah, I think uh, yeah. my futures predictions look pretty grim, but uh, well, I'm happy to have a look at that maybe next week. We might go and have a look at uh, how everyone's early season uh, predictions are going and uh, a bit of egg on face. I'm happy to wear it. I've got thick right. skin. I had the Giants in there, so I got one duck in as well. <laughs> I can remember. Uh, oh, I think top rope. Uh, I don't know how you'd. Uh, Pick a couple of the results in the the rugby league either. Um, so it'd be, I think it's a good little homework assignment. Let's dig it out and put it on uh, next week's run sheet and and uh, see what the tail of tape says on uh, how much of experts we were pre pre season. Sounds good. All right, we'll uh, we'll eagerly await uh, coach sacking because that's what we love here. We uh, we love the game, but we love it when coaches get uh, absolutely wristled. And it looks like there's blood in the water at Canterbury Bulldogs. So expect a uh, a fired up top rope on uh, on Friday's show when we have a look at uh, Friday Lines. Thanks for joining us, and uh, make sure you subscribe on our YouTube channel, and you can get the podcast on the uh, the Google or the Spotify apps, and uh, jump around us at uh, littlebirdie.live if you want our subscription tips for all AFL and NRL. Follow these blokes. They know a lot more about it than me. We'll see you next week.